I was afraid of sales for the longest time. Any story you're telling yourself about sales right now, I've probably been there. Afraid to talk about my business too much in my marketing? Check. Afraid to hop on the phone with potential leads? Check. Trying to figure out how much said lead could actually afford before quoting? Check. Afraid to follow up because they were probably a no anyway? Check. Ladies, I could go on with these stories for hours, but I doubt that would be any fun for either of us. But you know what can be really fun? Talking about how to overcome these stories so you can step into the most confident, badass, sales-generating, revenue-making, conversion powerhouse that I know you can be. And if you're rolling your eyes right now, then you absolutely need to listen to this episode. Together, we'll shift your mindset around sales in a big way so you can overcome self-doubt and show up confidently in your sales process to make more money in your biz, because that's where the real fun is at. Am I right? You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my friends. I hope you're having an amazing day. I am so excited for today's podcast episode because we are going to be talking all about sales. Now, if you've been hanging with me for a while or maybe you're new to the podcast, welcome. You know that I am such a big believer in mindset being the thing that is going to move your business forward the most. And I think that this is especially important when it comes to sales because When you think about sales, hopping on a sales call actually only takes like, what, 30 minutes? But it is all of the underlying thoughts that make it that much harder for you to actually show up for that sales call. It is all of the thoughts that you are not good enough, that you don't have anything valuable to offer, that you're afraid of coming across as too salesy, that you are afraid to tell people how much it actually costs to work with you, that you're afraid to actually have to convince them to buy from you. And these are all of the thoughts that we are going to tackle in today's episode because these are the thoughts that are standing in your way from showing up more confidently in your sales and making more of them. So in the last episode, we talked about the importance of continuing to sell right now. And I think that this is just such a relevant topic right now because during this pandemic, it really is just so important that you're continuing to buy and sell. We have a little micro economy going in the online business world. And part of keeping that economy going is not slashing prices, is not pulling back on our selling and just sitting on our hands and waiting for this whole thing to blow over. It's actually learning how to show up confidently in your sales process. It's learning how to overcome that self-doubt that is holding you back from hopping on sales calls. And those are all the thoughts. That is all the underlying foundational mindset work that is going to make it so much easier 
for you to actually sell. So again, such an important reminder because the action itself isn't really that hard, right? A 30 minute conversation isn't actually that hard. It's all of the thoughts that you are bringing to the table and having that conversation or before that conversation or about your business that are making it that much harder for you to hop on the phone with a potential client and sell them on why your service is the exact thing that they need. So that is what we're going to go deeper on today because what I would love for you to walk away from this episode with is this feeling that you can really handle sales in a way that feels good. And I think that that is so, so important when it comes to running an online business, when it comes to selling, because that is where you're going to see more of the results that you want. If your sales process feels really good, if it feels really aligned, if you feel really confident in what it is that you are selling, offering, and how you are serving your people, it is going to become that much easier for you to sell it because you actually believe in it. So do you see how that all really ties together there? I just think that this is so important to recognize because this is how mindset can really move the needle forward in your business. It isn't necessarily the action itself that is that hard. It's the thoughts, the mindset that is standing in your way, how you're thinking about those actions that makes it hard. So when we can shift those, then all of a sudden sales becomes something that isn't actually that difficult. It isn't actually as hard as you're building it up in your mind to think in this very moment. So one of my foundational beliefs is that confidence in your business stems from confidence in yourself. Now, what I mean by that is that it's really difficult to show up confidently in your business, confidently in your sales process, if you don't first have that inner confidence on a personal level. And I really think that this goes back to self-trust. I think a lot of confidence comes from building up that level of self-trust, fully trusting yourself to be able to handle any uncomfortable emotion that comes up. Now, I think this is especially important when it comes to sales, because a lot of you are probably sitting there listening to this and thinking, man, sales just feels so uncomfortable to me, or I don't even know how to sell. I don't even know how I would hop on a sales call, or I'm just really hoping that people are just going to buy right off my Instagram feed. I really just don't want to have to talk to anyone. And if you are thinking that right now, then I want to tell you that you are probably making sales way more complicated than it has to be. But the other thing that's really coming up for me as I'm talking through this is that that uncomfortable emotion is okay. It's actually completely normal to feel uncomfortable when you try something new. If you think about the first time that you rode a bike and it probably felt really uncomfortable that you were going to fall the first few times before you actually got it. Or if you think about learning to drive a car when you were a teenager and how uncomfortable that felt the first time you were behind the wheel, any new skill that you've learned probably felt uncomfortable at first. And I think that that is amazing news because when you have that kind of growth mindset, when you understand that it might feel uncomfortable at first, but the more you work at it, the more you practice, the more your skills develop, the easier it will get and the more comfortable it will become, then that really opens doors for every other new skill set that you want to develop. And sales is no different. So if you can fully trust yourself to handle the uncomfortable emotions that come up for you in the beginning of 
starting to sell more in your business, then you are going to be miles ahead of all of the people who really just don't want to have to sell, right? Because I mean, that's not a great way to run a business. If you're running a business, you really need to become more comfortable selling. Now, the other thing that I like to point out here is most of us have sold in other areas of our life before. And I think that this is interesting and something that we just kind of forget about because when we think about it in terms of our business, it comes with all of this extra emotion, right? It feels a lot heavier just because there's so much more to unpack there. But I think about it in terms of what are the other things in my life that I have sold someone on before, right? Let's say that I just baked the most amazing lemon cake. There's this picture of lemon cake on the cover of my Food Network magazine right now, and I am just dying to make it. I'm going to go do that this weekend. I'm super excited about it. I'm going to spend some time baking. I'm going to make this lemon cake that I've had my eye on. But let's just use that as an example because it's top of mind for me. Now, if I had the most amazing lemon cake, chances are that I would turn to my husband and I would be like, Brian, this is the most amazing lemon cake in the world. You need to try it. It's so good. It's so light. It's so moist. It's so fluffy. Just the right amount of tartness and sweet. And you should totally try it. Now, what I just did there was sell Brian on the fact that he should try this lemon cake. I just offered him the most amazing lemon cake, in my opinion, that I have ever baked. I have not baked this yet, but for the sake of this example. Now, I just sold him on that, right? I just told him all of the reasons why this lemon cake was amazing and he should have some. And nowhere in there did I feel icky about that or like I was doing something wrong or like I was doing him a disservice or like a used car salesman or anything like that, right? And I think that often those are the stories I hear my clients tell me about selling. And those are the things that we really need to work through. Those are the stories that we really need to work through because a lot of us are already selling in other areas of our life. Sales is just a conversation with an invitation attached, right? So in terms of this lemon cake, we're having a conversation around the lemon cake and I am offering him a piece of it. I am offering him what I have. And sales is no different in your business. So you're really just having a conversation around what you have to offer and you are inviting that person to that offer. And I think that this is just so amazing and such an amazing way to look at this because it really removes all the barriers. It really removes all those stories that you have floating around about sales feeling icky and it moves it to this place where you're like, I'm just offering them lemon cake, right? Like I just have this really delicious thing right now that I think that they should take part in or that I think they should enjoy or I think is going to make their life so much better. And in terms of business, I think it's going to make their business so much better, right? So when you're able to look at it from that perspective, sales doesn't feel nearly as icky anymore or nearly as much like you're trying to prove something, right? Another thing that comes up for a lot of you here, and I actually just had a conversation with a client about this recently, is that sales to her felt like she's always trying to prove something. Like she's trying to prove that someone should buy this thing from her. Like she's trying to prove that it's worth it. And I think that 
this is just such an interesting thing. And this comes up for a lot of my clients. And the way I like to think about this, and this was something that was presented to me by my coach, is that sales is really just about showing them what is possible for them for by really illustrating what the transformation is that you offer by really illustrating the benefits of what it is that you offer, really just showing them what the potential is there. I think if you think about the lemon cake example I just went through, I'm not trying to prove to Brian that this is the best lemon cake, right? Like if he was to tell me like, no, I'm really not in the mood for lemon cake. I just brush my teeth or whatever, right? I would be like, oh, okay, cool. No worries. It, I'm not really attached there. I'm not really trying to prove to him that he needs to have it right now, right this moment. It's just like, a, oh, okay, no worries kind of thing. And I think that that is the level of detachment that we need to bring to our sales process. I think that that is why it is so important to really think of selling as just showing what the potential is there. Like I could show him how moist and fluffy the lemon cake is. I could show him how amazing it looks, but ultimately I'm not trying to prove anything to him. I'm not trying to prove to him that I am the best baker on earth. I am not trying to prove to him that if he misses out on this opportunity, he might never have lemon cake again, right? Obviously these sound super dramatic in terms of this example, but I think that's the kind of um, heightened emotion we bring to sales sometimes. And that's why I like to point out that sometimes it's really just helpful to pull back on that. If we can view sales as simply showing them what's possible instead of trying to prove to them that they need it and that we're the best people, then it really becomes so much less charged and it will make your sales conversations flow that much easier. Okay, I think I got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but when we go back to thinking about self-trust and being able to handle any uncomfortable emotion that comes up. This is how you become really good at sales because sales may feel uncomfortable at first, but the chances are the more you do it, the easier it's going to become and the more you're going to trust yourself to be able to handle those uncomfortable emotions along the way. So I like to think of this in terms of what other areas of my life have I been building up and establishing that self-trust? And if you don't feel like this is something that you have necessarily been doing, then now is a good time to start, right? Because the more you establish that self-trust, the more you know you can handle those uncomfortable emotions, the easier you're going to be able to apply that same thinking to your sales process. So they really do go hand in hand there. So are there areas outside of your business that you can establish that confidence and self-trust first? And for a lot of us, that's an easier place to start. I know that for me in particular, running was a huge confidence booster for me because it really helped to instill in me that growth mindset. It helped me to understand that I can totally suck at it in the beginning and it can feel really hard and it can feel really uncomfortable and my legs can feel like lead and I can feel like I have no rhythm and I can feel like everyone else is doing it better than me or like my lungs are burning. But that each time I got out there and I did it again and again and again, the easier it got, the more I no longer felt as uncomfortable. The more I built up that lung capacity, the 
easier it was for me to go further faster, the easier it was for me to really believe that I could hit the distance that I set out to run that day. So I'm not saying that you have to take up running. Of course, you you do you, girl. But I think that this is just such a helpful thing when it comes to building up confidence is, is there another area of your life where you can really see that growth mindset, where you can really see that the more you do it, the more you practice, the more you work through and process those uncomfortable emotions, the easier it gets, right? Running did not feel good for me in the beginning. It was not one of those things that I thought was like the best ever and just started doing it. Like I used to be seriously jealous of the people who would prance around Central Park and they made it look like the easiest thing in the world. Meanwhile, I was like, beat red and sweating and like hardly running or I mean I was really jogging at that point like hardly going fast at all right and I would just look around and I'd be like but why does this feel so hard for me right now and I think that the more I did it the more I was able to sit with that discomfort the more I was able to understand that it was actually the discomfort that was making me stronger it was actually the discomfort that was building that confidence and that's where it's in that stretch that I actually saw the most results I saw the most transformation. And the same thing will happen for you in sales. So I think that's super, super important to recognize. Is there another area of your life where you can establish that kind of confidence and self-trust? Now, for me in particular, I know that a lot of what I had to overcome was that self-doubt. I know that for the running example in particular, I had so many limiting beliefs. I had so much self-doubt about whether I could actually run that far, if I could actually run for that long, if I would actually get better at that. And I think that the same sort of things bubbled up for me in my sales process because I just had a hard time believing that I would ever get to a point where I would actually enjoy sales. I just did not think it was possible. I distinctly remember a conversation I had with a coach at the time And I was talking to her and she was like, yeah, like I love sales calls now. Like I could hop on sales calls all day because the way I view it, I'm offering them an opportunity to work with me. And like (laughs) at this time, I just remember this like blew my mind because I could not even conceptualize a way in which I would actually enjoy sales. Like I just didn't think that I would ever get to a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, like I love sales calls. Like that seemed like the furthest thing from possible for me. But I can tell you genuinely now, I do love sales calls. I love talking to people. I love offering them the opportunity to work with me. I love showing them what is possible for them in their life and business and what we can create together. Like I freaking love those calls because it opens up a whole new world, right? Like seriously, it's like mind blowing how fun these conversations are now because I just get to help them and guide them through different ways of looking at things, different perspectives that are actually so much more helpful to them thriving in life and business. And there's no way that they can get off that call, like not changed, right? So I think that now I totally have the perspective that sales can be amazing and I really do believe that. But at the time I was like, yeah, no way. Like there's no way I'm ever gonna like sales calls. So if you are in that position now, I just wanna point out that that is totally a limiting belief and I want to encourage you to keep going. I want you to know that there will be a point when you actually like sales calls and it really does come with 
practice. It comes with being uncomfortable the first few times you do them. It comes with like really honing your process and really having one that you feel good about. It comes with shifting your mindset around what sales actually means. And all of that is stuff that I totally help people work through in my free Sincere Sales coaching call. So if you have been thinking about signing up for that and you are one of those people where sales just feels really icky and gross to you, go ahead and grab a spot for one of those because they are amazing and they're life and business changing. And truly, like there is no... There's nothing I can think of that will make a bigger impact on your business than actually enjoying sales and doing the mindset work for that to feel really good to you. Because again, we always get more of the results we want when it feels good. I'll be honest, closing sales has very little to do with the number in your bank account right now and absolutely everything to do with how you're thinking about them. Because just like in relationships, that feeling of desperation is hardly ever sexy. So while you may be feeling a lot of fear and uncertainty right now, bringing that to your sales process isn't doing you or your business bank account any favors. So how can you keep showing up and selling from a genuine place of integrity and bring in the kind of revenue you need to keep your online business not just buzzing, but booming? Join me for my absolutely free Sincere Sales Coaching Call so you can shift your mindset and start selling in a way that feels aligned plus actually makes you money in your biz. I only do three of these each week, so grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales before they're gone. So another thing that I found super helpful for me in moving more towards liking sales is affirmations. And I know that this is one of those things that's talked about like way too much. I think that like everyone and their mother has affirmations at this point, but I think that this can be super helpful. And I don't just mean like pick some affirmations you like. I mean, really journal out what your stories are around sales. What is it that you believe about sales? What is it that's holding you back? What are the thoughts you have Are you believing that no one wants what you have to offer? Are you believing that no one can afford what you are selling? Are you believing that it's not actually worth the price point you have on it? Like, what is the story there? And then how can you shift that story? What is the thought you want to think instead? And that's where I think affirmations come in. So I'm not even sure if affirmations are quite the right word for this. I really do think it's like more about shifting thoughts and choosing a better feeling thought. But I think by simply recognizing the thoughts that are going through your head when it comes to sales and then shifting that story, seriously, write out a new story, write down everything you're thinking about sales right now, and then choose a different thought. Choose one that is more supportive of you actually getting on sales calls. Choose one that is more supportive of people buying what you have to offer. Choose a thought that supports you selling more. And then write those all out and put them somewhere. Put them on your bathroom mirror. Put them on a post-it note and stick it in front of your desk. Put it in, put it on the fridge. Like anywhere you will see this regularly. And then I want you to actually make it a habit to read these out daily. And I think that this is this is like where the rubber meets the road on mindset work because I think a lot of people are, you know, okay at recognizing their stories. They know that they have some mindset stuff there. But then when it comes to actually shifting those beliefs, it almost seems like too easy to just write them all out and then make a practice of repeating them, right? 
It almost seems like it should be harder than that. But I am telling you right now that doing this kind of mindset work on the regular is going to shift so much for you. It is going to shift how you are showing up in your sales. It is going to shift what you fundamentally believe about yourself and your business. And this is where this thought work becomes so important and it can be life and business changing. So if you are not actually making this a habit, if you are not doing this on the regular, then I really encourage you to start because this is how mindset works actually becomes the powerful tool that can change things for you in a big way. So decide how it is that you are going to shift those thoughts, how you're going to get that repetition in. Repetition is totally your friend here. So how is that going to happen for you? I have friends who use like an app and they will record their affirmations and they will listen to it every day. Recently, I've been listening to my morning mantras when I'm getting ready in the morning. So when I'm doing my hair and makeup, I'll just put those on. So how can this fit your lifestyle? This is one of those things where if you can attach it to a habit you already do, like your hair and makeup or making coffee in the morning or whatever that habit is, it's going to be easier to implement in your life and it's going to be a game changer for you. So instead of believing that sales calls are really hard and difficult, you can believe that sales calls are just a conversation with an invitation attached. You know, whatever it is that makes that feel better for you, Those are the stories I want you to really anchor into. Those are the stories I want you to repeat. Those are the stories I want you to believe. Now, how can we bring this into sales more? Because I think that sometimes we miss the connection between the affirmations that we're saying daily and then how to actually implement that in your sales calls and in your business. So I think that it's really important to point out here that you need to believe in what you're selling. So my first question to you is, do you actually believe in what you're selling? I ask this to clients all the time, and it's so funny to see their range of reactions because some of them are like, well, of course I do. It's amazing. It changed my life. And they'll like list off 50 reasons why their offer is like life changing and the best thing ever. And I love those conversations because then we just get to take all of those things that they just listed out and we get to include that more in their marketing. We get to include that more in their sales page, in their sales calls, pretty much everywhere they are struggling to actually sell right now. We get to layer in why it is that they believe what that what they're selling is amazing. And that's like the most fun, right? Because the answers are there. And it's just our job to really feel comfortable to start layering that in. So you could journal this out, you could tell a friend why your offer is amazing, whatever you have to do to write out like all of the reasons why your offer is amazing, all the reasons you believe in what you're selling. That is what I want you to really think about here because that's so, so important. Now, the other thing that comes up for people here is sometimes they don't actually believe in what they're selling. And I know that that sounds really scary, but it's usually just one small part of the process that you're having resistance around or that you don't actually fully believe in, right? So if you're not really confident and excited about what you're selling, where is that coming from? Why is that? What is it about your offer that doesn't feel good to you? And I think that this can actually be amazing news too, because if you don't actually believe in what you're selling, it's 
very clear why it is that you haven't been getting the results you want, right? So I think that just knowing that can be such good news because then you can shift what doesn't feel good to you and you can reorganize or rework your offer in a way that does feel good and then sales will become so much easier. So I think that this is one of those things where it's really easy to look at and go, oh my gosh, like what if I don't believe in what I'm selling? I'm doing everything wrong. And you can kind of spiral on that uh, mindset track. And I encourage you not to do that. I really encourage you to look at this more objectively and say, oh, well, that's why I haven't been getting the results I want. What can I shift so that I do believe in what I'm selling? So the other thing I like to bring up here, and the other thing that I think can really help your mindset when it comes to selling more is this idea, and I would love for you to journal this out, But why are you the exact perfect person to help your ideal client? And I think that this exercise in itself can be such a game changer because when you stack up every little experience you've had, every credential you have, every conversation you've had with someone who was a lead or an ideal client, when you write those all out, you have a ton of evidence to look at and really lean into why you are the perfect person to help your people. And I think that this exercise alone can really boost your sales process. I actually had someone tell me this recently after they um, did this exercise. This particular client had been really struggling to write out a sales funnel that they had been thinking about but not really implementing and didn't really feel good about. And I had them do this exercise And they came back to me and they were like, this is amazing because right after this, my sales funnel just came to me. Like it flowed out. I had to write it down before I lost it. It's amazing how quickly that happened, right? And this is how mindset work works. This is how you really shift those underlying foundational stories and then the actions become so much easier to take. So if you're thinking about this, listening to this, and you're like, well, I know I'm the exact perfect person for these reasons, really write those out. There's a difference between just thinking them and actually writing them out. And I encourage you to really write them out, to go through the motions and actually do the exercise because you will see a different result. So Really journal it out. Why are you the exact perfect person to help your ideal client? The other thing that I really encourage you to do here is to practice your sales process. So I think a lot of the time I say, well, I know. A lot of the time I suggest that clients hop on sales calls. I think that a lot of people who aren't seeing the kind of results they want in their business, not seeing the kind of revenue they want in their business, are really missing the human relationship part of the sales process. So this is why I encourage a lot of my clients to hop on sales calls. Now, one of the most amazing thing about sales calls is that you get to do them again and again. So you actually get really good at honing your process. You get really good at having these conversations and therefore you improve over time. But in order to do that, you really need to have some place to start. You just need to know 
an idea of the flow that you would like to follow on your sales calls. And I think that can be so helpful because then you really do have that process to lean on. Then you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I could never hop on a sales call because I don't even know what I would say, right? You actually have that process. You know how it's supposed to flow. You know how you would like it to flow and you can fine tune it over time. And that's how you become really good at sales calls is not by nailing it and doing it perfectly on the first time, but really doing it again and again and fine tuning your process. I am a huge believer in having a sales flow, not a sales script, because what I think is the most valuable on sales calls is for you to really listen, listen, listen because your ideal client is giving you so much good information. They're giving you so much good market research. And ultimately, it's a human desire just to want to feel seen, heard, and understood. So by you really listening, by you reflecting back their desires and what it is that they are looking for, what the result they want from hiring you is, and really just speaking to that in your conversation, in your sales call, you are going to be light years ahead in your sales call process. So I hope that everything that we dove into today really helps you to overcome that self-doubt and overcome those stories that you have around sales calls and know that you will get to a point where sales actually feels fun and you can show up confidently and you can believe that you are helping people and offering them something that is super valuable and is going to help them long-term and just being compensated for that in the long run. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now get out there and sell more. All right. Talk to you soon, guys. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. A 30 minute, or like I was doing him a dis.